No, the, the actual secret is actually video. A uh, video is the rocket fuel uh, for especially for my speaking career, but for my career in general. See, video is the easiest way of building trust with somebody else. Uh, video is the easiest way of convincing, persuading anybody to take action. And um, when I started speaking, uh, nobody paid me to fucking speak anywhere. Like I, I nobody, no, nobody was, nobody was. And, um, you know, we've been renting out this theater um, in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, 
and you know they've been happy because they've been getting revenue and we've been just shooting content in there like uh doing keynotes uh shooting content presentations in there and to be honest with you, the theater theater setup is nice because it's it's uh nice lighting uh nice stage good acoustics so it was and we just been iterating and iterating on making that thing uh pop and yeah it's been working out and and like we are like we are we are doing well like the pandemic did, has did been just, nice because we pivoted did forbes just like mention you as the one of the best uh virtual virtual keynote speakers that they've ever seen like yeah so forbes that was a really nice uh article and to be honest with you what was really nice about it is that they gave um you know it, it's more of the shout out of the entire team like we, right. we've just been trying to reimagine everything uh when it comes to virtual and creating an amazing virtual experience and like i don't know about you but most of the zoom meetings whether you're in class and if you're listening to this you're probably in school like you're in engineering and you're you're you know most of the things that you're seeing it looks like an isis hostage video right and um we're trying to elevate it at least and 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 the reality is, is that i know when most people are watching something online I know what they're doing on the other end. You know, they're on their phone, they're on Insta, they're on TikTok, they're on Twitter, you know. And and I know they're still going to do that. The phone is unstoppable, right? It, it's better than sex. Like, it, it, it's, so you can't stop it. But at least what we're trying to do is just elevate the experience when it comes to making a presentation. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's been great, man. But what are you doing different that the other people aren't doing? Like, what is it, what makes you so special compared to everyone else then? Your virtual experience. Well, I think... Yeah, I think I think when the pandemic hit, I think um, to me it was a home game because we've been doing so much video stuff over the last number of years. Like video has really been in my DNA. You know, I started, um, you know, my career really in in uh, doing creative things, doing video. Like my friends and I, we had our own sort of creative creative film group when we were in university. Uh, we were creating mobile apps. Like we were deep in the digital space. And so when everything went uh, virtual, we're like. You know, it, it was just, it, we were already pumping out so much video and this was just natural. Like you, you, if you see like a lot of late night hosts, they turn into YouTubers and they were so, they were so out of place. Yeah. Uh, and um, I just felt that when things went virtual, it was just, yeah, it was just a home game. And I think what we're doing right now is number one is we're, we're, we're just reimagining the entire thing. Like we're, we're, we're making it more surprising. We're, um, you know, the cameras look slick. The there's multiple cameras. We have a moderator. We have like musicians. Like we, we, it's, it's like a experience. And I think that's what we're continuously trying to do. So it's a show every day. It's a show. Every, you, it's a show. It's like a, yeah, it's like a late night show, like yeah. every day basically. And yeah, that's the flavor. You're like, I finally have a theater in my crafts. Macbeth who <laughs> give it, give it, give me my <laughs> chance. Like William well, Shakespeare is nothing on me. There you go, man. And um, no, it's been great. So, you know, uh, you know, we've been we've been re- really lucky. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm jealous because the one thing that I want to do is get back into the pod game. I, I, I was in the pod game for a while um, and, and I want to get back in. And I see people like you sort of jumping in, getting amazing guests and and just really trying to build an audience. I love it, man. I love the yeah. And what you're, what you're building here. So, so by the way, if you're listening this far in a stability podcast, I need you to do me a favor. 
uh, subscribe, rate, review this thing. This guy is putting in the work. You, you think it's easy just putting out a podcast? You know, you you, you got to line up guests, you got to edit, you got to put a cover, you got to put it up, you got to put the tags. Like it's hard work. So if you've gotten this far, subscribe and rate and review. Wow, the praise, the praise. It <laughs> it sounds it sounds very cunning when you put when I have to say it myself. You know, I, like guys, I'm putting in the effort. I just need you to like download the episodes. <laughs> Let me get that sponsorship. Let me like well, go all out. Well, let me tell. Well, let me ask you because you know a lot of. I know you're interviewing a lot of people, but interesting folks. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Like most of the people that are listening to this thing have never heard of the who I, who the hell I am. Ninety nine percent of the people have no idea. They don't care who I am. So, um, but they care about you, Hassan. And um, you know, I, I think your take is is super important to this pod and your insights and. I, I, I want to ask you because, you know, you've been, you've been, you've been letting all these other guests talk. Yeah. I, how come you haven't been on the mic talking more? Like that's See, what everyone's wondering. Here's the thing. Uh, if people know me and the people listening to this know me in person and they know I talk a lot, you know, the kid that talks so much in class and you're just like, shut up. Like, can you for yeah, once yeah, yeah. just let the teacher talk and just be quiet? Yeah. I'm that kid. I'm the kid who sits in the back <laughs> making those peanut gallery comments that people don't want to hear, but think it's hilarious and they won't say it out to you because they know, you know, whatever. But I'm that guy, right? I'm the guy who talks a lot. I'm the guy who has well, that, something to well, say. That, but, you know, that, that's why I want to jump on this because um, um, I said this before we started recording is because, you know, I, I, I recognize talent, right? I recognize the voice. So it's, um, it's there. And uh, I think more of you on this, I'm like, I'm giving you advice on this yeah. pod. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, this but, is but, but you know what? I, 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 to me, it's like, it's better to have a fluid conversation, yeah. just like a natural conversation. And I know you're a big pod listener. You're probably yeah. listening to like, Joe Rogan's. Oh, I yeah. like the fluid. I love the fluid conversation, right? Exactly. It doesn't have to be back and you know, it doesn't have to be me as the yeah, I'm the guest, but I'm here to hang. Exactly. Here's here's the thing, right? This is perfect. Me getting advice, this is exactly what I want to hear from people. You know, <laughs> you grow as a person, you grow with experience, you know, you grow as Billy. Plus, I'm about to turn 20 on Saturday. This is Ooh. basically like this is basically a stepping stone for me. If I this podcast is just us having a fluid conversation where I learn from it. Man, I'm going to put it out there for people to hear because there's a lot of people in my age group. I was talking to my friend and she's like, oh, you're going to be 20 on Saturday. Well, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm scared the shit out of my pants. I'm about to turn 20 and I've done nothing with my life. Like I have done absolutely nothing that I could say it was a big achievement in my life, you know? And it's tough because you look at, I go to LinkedIn half the time. I'm on LinkedIn. If you want a reality check and know how shitty you're doing in your career, go on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn will show you that 20-year-old people are making millions of dollars where you're sitting with your fat ass on the TV and listen, watching freaking, I don't know, Bridgeton, like with that new show Bridgeton on Netflix. And you're like, wow, you know, I'm successful. I finished this show in one week. Let me see these people do it in a week. But that's like, that's my biggest accomplishment. And I'm like, I'm 20. This is my hustle years. You know, I want to make Forbes 30 under 30 somehow. I want to be able to do that. But it's just so, you know, how do you, how do you even start of doing something you know? Yeah, no, I think, well, first of all, like, I think you're, uh, you know, you're, you're not giving yourself enough credit for, first of all, you are not supposed to, first of all, you're not supposed to do this. You're supposed to be a doctor, an engineer, accountant, <laughs> a lawyer. So first of all, the fact that you're doing this pod, man, you're, are, you've already won. Okay. Yeah. You're already a rebel. You've already won. And second, man, like you, you, you're turning 20, like, dude, life has not even started for you, man. I, I didn't do anything in my life until I was like, 
you know, 25 and I was just like, okay, what the hell am I going to do in my life? And to be honest with you, most people that are, that are my age, like I got two kids now, like most people that are my age, they're still thinking to myself, holy shit, I have not done anything with my life. So the fact that you're thinking that, uh, you know, I think you're just on your way, man. And, and to me, it's just about like putting in the work, what you're doing right now and experimenting and trying new ways of things, new ways of doing things. And the problem, I mean, I agree with you that the problem with LinkedIn is that it is a big, uh, it is a big, uh, jerk off session. And, um, and you know, lots of people are there flexing and, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not a good, it's not, a good way to look at i mean that's like social media in general it's 99 percent of it is just people flexing right it is you're right and you go on instagram it's a different kind of flex you know what i mean linkedin's like a professional flex it's because people were i yeah. guess i'm in the career of engineering in terms of like and stuff like that and it's like in a professional career where you know you be huge achieving success in your career is a flex to kids our age, right? Who I'm trying to get a co-op, man. I probably applied to like a hundred jobs by now and I've gotten back maybe one call and they just asked me, it's like, is your name spelled correctly? I'm like, yeah, do I get an interview? <laughs> no, we're just wondering if your name was spelled correctly. Oh, thank you. Great. I got it. I still got a call, right? Out of a hundred. So like you see those motivational speeches, right? You're like, I listen to those things like on a repeat. I'm like, it's okay. You're young. You can do it. You're Gary V. I'm, I was 30 when I started making content. This, I'm like, I hear you. But how do I come up with these ideas? Where do I get like inspiration? Like that, I think for me, like what, what would your aspect of it come out to be? You know, you, you visualized and changed the game of virtual keynotes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for me it was just, and I, and I wish where I was where you are right now, to be honest with you. And you know, my biggest uh, regret is that I didn't hustle when I was younger. I didn't have that mindset that you have right now. I'm like, oh, I'm 30, I'm 20. And you know, to me, it's, it's, I wish I took way more risks. I wish I just put myself out there more. And now I'm trying that, you know, I'm trying to uh, do that a lot more and experimenting a lot more, whether it's on content or whether it's starting, you know, uh, you know, companies or initiatives. And I I just fundamentally believe that there is a linear uh, correlation between how many times you fail versus the success that you have. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy or whatnot, yeah. but it, it is the truth. Like I, I look at the people that of my counterparts or my colleagues and see where they're at, where I'm at, you know, it's because I failed way more. Like my, my, like my, my graveyard is bigger than everyone else's. And um, I, I'm still going to continue to fail and it's going to be even big. The, the failures are going to be even more massive and I'm going to take more shots. And um I think it's just a matter of recognizing that no one really is sitting at home thinking about you. It, I mean, I think that is the one thing as brown people. Um, and I know, uh, you know, a big part of your listener group is, uh, you know, uh, probably you know, brown, a lot of brown people. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of things that hold us back is that we have this thing that, you know, people are going to judge us or people are going to talk shit or, you know, we're not, you know, we're not doing the traditional thing. Um, uh, and, and the reality is, is that I think it's, it's holding us back from really like just trying stuff out. And, um, yeah, I think, I think you're on the path and you're, you're, you're young, you're trying stuff, you're, you're putting up content. Uh, you're just on your way, man. But it's, just, but, it, just, 
But it's like you have kids now, right? You have younger kids. I've, that, right? I got two. I got a four-year-old and, and a one-year-old. Yeah. Exactly. And like you know, you're gonna watch them grow, and you have these aspirations for your kids, right? And you're you're brown. You understand, like you you went through, you know, your childhood. Your parents had your aspirations. You probably didn't follow through with them, and and then you disappointed your parents to some extent. So all of us at some point. I don't think brown parents are ever content. But it's but it's the idea. Like, how do you go about? you know, you have that entrepreneurial thoughts now, like you're a speaker and yeah. all that. Like what kind of stuff will you teach your kids that, you know, that they could take into their like minds and like grow as an entrepreneur themselves? Yeah. And I, I, I think it's almost like, and it's almost counterintuitive what people would say is, it, I, I think it's like, it's almost unlearning as opposed to learning. And I think the idea of questioning, um, you know, it's it's a fine balance because as a parent, you're trying to uh, you're trying to teach your kids some stuff, but at the same time, you want to build the idea that uh, you should also question what you learn, right? You should question society. You should question uh, that the playbook that somebody gives you. And I've had the realization because I spent my entire career in in innovation and like helping organizations like move forward, like rolling up the sleeves. Like I, I was taught that there was a playbook of how to do things. I was taught that there's like this Porter's five forces, this SWOT analysis, two by two, like, and it's all irrelevant now in a world of abundance and anomalies and algorithms. And really what I've learned is that there is no playbook. Um, there's no playbook to life. There's no playbook to business. It's just a matter of who can be agile and nimble and flexible and experimental enough to go off and win. And, and, and I think that requires you to unlearn. And I'm still trying to this day. Like some of those things that you are ingrained in you that you're trying to fight back and like, why do I think this way? Or why, why am I thinking this is the only way? And I, and I try to do it with the businesses that I'm helping and, um, you know, that, I, that I've invested in. Like I'm, I'm trying to change their sort of mindsets on things. And... Um, it's it's counterintuitive. I think it's I think, and that's the whole part part of unlearning. I think the biggest regrets that I have as a kid is like I well not as a kid but now as like an adult right. I'm not even a teenager. Ugh, that's sad. Uh, but like that that thing I I think it's risk taking. As a young kid, you know, I I feel like I wish I'd taken more risks. There was a lot of times, you know, when YouTube started up, right? When my yeah. and my and brown parents are like, you know, keep keep quiet, especially a brown Muslim living in a really small yes. town in Manitoba, Canada, at the time of like, you know, everything that's happening in around the world, right? Because Islamophobia and all that crap, right? It was tough putting out content. You couldn't because your parents are like, no, don't show your face, don't show your face. Social media, big no, no, and it's like. Now I think back, it's like if I had actually put out content, I had value. I had ideas as a kid that, you know, that could have been, you know, successful that I'm doing now. And I'm like, if I'd gone back four years, three years, four or five years ago and put that content out, that would have been prime gold. That's what these big content creators are doing now. I'm like, I had those ideas. Me and my brother had those ideas. We can, But it's, I think the idea of being held back and being safe, this idea of just safe doesn't sit well with me. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, well... Well, to be honest with you, I think you're not alone, man. I think many, many people, they think they're themselves, man, I should have been doing that. I, and yeah. I, I, I do the same thing. Like every single person says, man, I, I, I had that idea. Yeah, like, that's true. We had the, you know, when YouTube's, you know, same thing. When YouTube started up, you know, my friends and I, we would, we were put, we, we were putting out films, right? Yeah. And we had this notion that, oh man, we should put more regular content. You know, we see people pop off and like we had the, team we had everything but we just didn't execute and and the whole thing is is that 99% of it is just 
it's 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 all execution. One percent of it is having that genius idea. Yeah. So it's just a matter of going off and 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 making it work. And and I I, I just ask you now, like I, I'm curious, like where do you like? So you you mentioned you drop Forbes, you know, thirty under thirty. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to do things. I'm I'm curious what what is your what do you want to like? Yeah, what what are some it, of your goals? See, I, you don't have to. I mean, listen, your no. pod. People want to know. Listen, yeah. Hassan, they're listening to you because they want to be on your journey, just like me, man. <laughs> so share openly, my man. Man, it's tough because you know that's the thing, right? It's like, oh, I have these aspirations. I want to hit these big achievements, right? And I think these big achievements are stuff I want. And I think everyone in their life wants to hit these big achievement milestones, right? And it's like I'm really good at speaking. I really want to take it somewhere where I can use my engineering degree, which is a professional degree with an MBA and actually be like a spokesperson for big companies, big organizations. Like that's kind of where I want to go. I want to be able to like, you know, talk, host shows. Like I want to be able to just speak my mind. Like that's my biggest talent. I think my, my biggest talent as a Absolutely. kid growing up is my talking, my ability to speak and to reach other people. And if I can just use that in a way and find a way to use it, I think I'd be a lot more successful. But just trying to find where I fit in in society and how to use these talents that I've been given are such a hard this is a hard concept to grasp at a young age. And not only that, it's just you got to think about the fact that not only am I young and not only am I doing a professional degree, what about my career that my parents want to see me do, right? Oh, I still want to be an engineer, right? But I want to take that engineering and my business mind skills and try and create something from ground up. But okay, creating something, talking about something, how do you create something from the ground up to excel? That shows your talents not only that but shows the world that what you're doing is beneficial not to just them but you and everyone around you that, those yeah, ideas no, i think i yeah no i think um but i think you have the gift right i think like i said before i mean i said this three times already but you have talent <laughs> yeah. i recognize it right off the get you 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 have some juicy takes spicy <laughs> takes that the world is waiting to hear yeah. so um if you have the gift and you know it it's like for you, I don't know why this became became you and this became advice. <laughs> I think for you, it's like, a, and this is why I love this. It's like a conversation. I think for you, man, it's it's a matter of uh, putting yourself out there based on the things that you're passionate about, um, and and putting out content just like you're doing now, but doing it in a way that you can clip and 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 share it out. Like if you really want to. Um, whether it's speak or host things, um, you know, the way that I was able to do it, if there's any inspiration is that, you know, a lot of people ask me, how are you like, how did you create this crazy momentum uh, around speaking and you're speaking around the world and doing all this? Um, and, you know, most people say that there's no secret to it, but I, I'm, I'm here to reveal the secret now. And you can, you can clip this and put it at the front of the, the uh, pod because I'm going to drop bait. it. This is, my this is the clickbait. The, this secret, is the secret, right? The secret to success that you've been all waiting for. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, the actual secret is actually video. A video is the rocket fuel, uh, for especially for my speaking career, but for my career in general. See, video is the easiest way of building trust with somebody else. Uh, video is the easiest way of convincing, persuading anybody to take action. And um, when I started speaking, uh, nobody paid me to fucking speak anywhere. Like I, I nobody, no, nobody was, nobody was handing me a check yeah. at the beginning, right? But I had this notion at the beginning. I'm like, listen, I have a gift for this speaking thing. Um, I'm already making this content. I should record it and put it up on the internet. And um, 
that's what I did. Even, I, I would spend, you know, 300 bucks for a videographer that I didn't have mm-hmm. and um, spend it on content. And then I would do another talk uh, and I would spend it on content and then money that I didn't have. And then that piece of content got me another piece, got another speaking thing, got another speaking thing. And I just like literally just use that format every single time. And by the way, I'm still doing that today. Uh, Make content, uh, record it and put it up on the internet and clip by clip by clip by clip. To me, it's not about the, if something is going to go viral, it's not, no one's going to watch it. And still to this day, um, on some of the platforms I'm on, no one watches it. And, and honestly, I'm still in the mud, right? If I was in the heavens, I'm not going to be on this podcast. No, you would not. Uh, no, uh, no, no I'd still be on the podcast. I tried, I tried to get Gary V. He said, no, this is the closest that I could get. This is the brown version of Gary V. <laughs> this is the brown, this is the brown giving this is the, this is the, this is the Walmart Hassan Minaj. Yes. Uh, no, I, um, no, no, to, to me, it's like, it, it, it's it's continuously putting it in and and not getting so romantic about the views or if it's going to pop or if it's going viral. It's like enjoying the process, right? And still to this day, uh, I don't, I, I like, if I got worried about the views, then I literally would have stopped day one. I would literally stop right now, yeah. right? Um, and like my platform is, I, like LinkedIn has been amazing for my career, like over the last number of years. That has been, I, I, I said this at the beginning, like people are, you know, uh, jerking on LinkedIn, but I love LinkedIn. I, I, I think LinkedIn has been a great, uh, and I, I just been putting out content for, for free, basically yeah. on LinkedIn, just for people to, to um, enjoy, to, to, to enjoy. And that's fueled my speaking career and, and um, you know, and it's, it's been, it's been a, a, an amazing ride. And, and I just, I just knew early on building my own brand equity, um, will give me so much more. It'll give me deal flow. It will give me opportunities. It will, it will allow me to connect with other people, executives, um, building your own sort of what I call personal moat, like your own competitive advantage, building like betting on yourself is literally the best thing that you can do. Um, and because it will fuel everything. Like I'm working with all these companies right now and they're like, oh, who's going to reach out to this person? Who's going to reach yeah. out to that person? And it always falls on me because because I I have been the one that have built my brand. So of course it just is, I, I can open doors a lot easier. So I it's just, it makes sense. Like if you double down on yourself and your brand equity, like you're going to win. Uh, I like, like there's, a, there's been a few times where I've been shocked by the people that I can get on my podcast by just reaching out to them. Like you, for example, I did not expect you to respond back to me. Not going to lie. Every time I send a message, I don't respect this response back, but the moment I do get a respond back, I'm the most grateful person on this human planet. Like I will be, you, I will do whatever you want as long as you speak for my podcast and to me. I, I've noticed something as growing up and being around, especially when you're brown, I'm, I don't know why this just became like a brown, brown pod, brown pod 101. But when you're brown, <laughs> you grow up a lot faster than normal kids. You know what I mean? You're you're expected to be mature at the age of probably six or seven, right? And I just w- looked a lot more mature. Brown people are just naturally hairy. So, you know, my mustache is coming in and I'm already like, seven, I look, I'm, in, I'm seven, but I look 14. And so I got to, I got to <laughs> act like I'm 14. And the one thing I think that taught me the best thing was talking to people. I really enjoyed talking to people older than me because they always had some kind of advice to share. Either it was, you know, you're young, continue to be young, play 
do stuff that you enjoy, right? Or when I got to teenage years, the advice was get a job, you know? And in a brown community, getting a job while you're still yeah. in high in high school, even less than it's kind of frowned upon because then parents kind of talk about, they're like, oh, why is your kid doing a job? Do you need money? And it's like, well, it's small society, right? And I, I think that's such a bad way of thinking. I got a job, okay? And I'm like, the best experiences I learned from getting a job, hard work, time management, money management. And it's, those were the best. In grade six, I started that hustle. I was doing cleaning people's stuff, washing cars. And to this day, I've continued to have a job while going to school because I believe that's the thing that continues to keep me sane. That's the thing when I'm not studying or doing something, that's what pushing me back into like elevate my other career that I have, right? But it's just for me that talking to different people it just seems like such a good way to learn faster. It- it, it definitely, I mean, it definitely is a better way to learn uh, by leveraging others. But the only, the other thing I would say is that it's amazing. And I think like having a pod, getting connected to people outside of your sort of, you know, own perspective definitely helps. And, um, but I would also say that, you know, if you talk to really successful people, they will, they'll give you a playbook that no longer exists, right? Sure. So you, you almost have to like take it at, you put it at the back of your mind and be like, okay, this person sort of did this, but yeah. it may not work for you. And I think um, the the only piece of it, you know, a lot of people listen to this. I don't know if I dropped any advice today. If you come this far in this podcast and you, you're listening to me, I I would just say, don't listen to anything that I have to say. Okay. <laughs> this is the one piece that you have, that, that, that you have to uh, take is that I, I've spoken lots of successful people. The most successful person that I know, entrepreneur sold his company, like amazing, like, person like amazing family great kids uh great fucking place like just humble as as can be i asked him like what 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 like what is your secret and he said you know it's funny like i i think about the same thing and i remember i was at this is him talking he's like i remember i was at this entrepreneur like forum like uh now he's surrounded by like even more successful people than him mm-hmm. and like he kind of came away from that uh, that meeting thinking to himself, wait a minute, every single person here has no idea what they're doing. In fact, they're all winging it. And the reality is, is that I, I think we have this idea that everyone has it figured out when they don't. Everyone is winging it. You know, I, just recently I was on this, uh, I was listening to this uh, Elon Musk on Clubhouse. And like, I kind of just was listening to him for a couple of hours and thinking to myself, you know, this guy's the richest man in the world and he's fundamentally just winging it. He's just winging it. Mm-hmm. And it's so liberating to think um, that that this guy with all the successes, he's changing the world, is just winging it. And I think we have to take that um, and, and think about it because we, we compare ourselves to people or we look up to certain people and we're like, why? And by the way, going back to your first point about being brown, you know, and the other reason why I agreed to this pod is because... Um, you know, I see a lot of you and me um, in a sense, or me and you or whatever. Uh, you know, you're young, you're brown, you're from a city that nobody cares about, uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Edmonton. And um, the reason why I mentioned that is because when you are from a small city or a smaller city that nobody cares about, like Winnipeg or Edmonton, yeah. um, and you are a minority, you, you have to grind harder, unfortunately. You literally have to put up your fucking hand and build out your brand so people can see who the hell you are. And that's what I did within the firm at Deloitte. Like I live in this, I'm I'm in a global firm. Who the hell is going to care about anybody in Edmonton? 
I literally had to create my own luck. I had to create my, my own uh, uh, initiatives. Like nobody was going to help me. No one is going to tap me on the shoulder and say like, hey, Sean, here's this, here's that. You have to create it yourself. Um, and that's why, you know, when Forbes, you know, dropped that thing a couple of weeks ago about me, I literally said, like when I posted on social media, I said like this, I'm streaming from Edmonton to around the world. And guess what? No one, no one helped me do that. Right. Yeah. So that's why, you know, as a brown guy in Winnipeg, you know, trying to put this thing and and put it around the world, man, I, I resonate with it. Right. And I think, um, and I, I'm always rooting for the, the, the yeah, underrepresented and the underdog. So the thing, the thing I like, here's like you, you do virtual speaking and you've talked to a lot of like people that are, how do you get to talk to those successful people? Like, does it just take time? Like, how would you, for example, I think I'm just asking for like a personal question of mine because I'm just curious of the fact that like, how would I go about getting that, you know, them to recognize my emails legit and to be able to like have a conversation with me? Yeah. You're talking about getting a, like a really good podcast guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so so what I would say is this. Um in order to get a good podcast guest, I would put I would say put in way more effort than anybody has ever given mm -hmm. for inviting someone to a podcast. To the point where you literally show up to their house with a, a, a with a with a you bouquet know bouquet of flowers. of flowers and some donuts and say, hey, listen, I got a podcast. Um, and, 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 and you think I'm joking about this, but I think this idea of putting incredible value, sending a letter, um, doing something that's slow, you know, in a world that's so fast and quick and digital and seamless and like people can send an email just like, and you know, just text something, it means nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I think when you do things with thought and care and love, then um, you will get people. And, um, you know, that's why we do our keynotes in a theater. I know I could be doing the thing in my house, in my sweatpants, but we actually rent out a theater. We get a production crew. We get like, you know, the, the, the best talent in the world to help, help us produce this thing. Because you know what it signifies? I care so much about you that I'm willing to put together all these unnecessary investments just to showcase that I care. Mm -hmm. So if you want a really great podcast guest, like go above and beyond. Don't send an IGDM. Like you said, me. <laughs> I know. I felt bad. But if you want Gary V, but if you want Gary V, or you want like, um, you know, you, you want Jagmeet like, Singh. Uh, I want Jagmeet Singh. Jagmeet Singh. That man is uh, a brown boy of all brown boys in Canada. Yeah. And if you're I, listening to this, Jagmeet. <laughs> yeah, I would say, I would say, man, like, um. Put in unbelievable effort. Buy an iPad. Um, put a, record a video. Put an iPad and send it to him. Like, what is it worth to you? So that, to me, that 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 is um, that, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So many people they just want to like do the easy route, and you like showing up with value. That's how you, that's how you do it. The thing, the thing I hate the most is emails and text messages. I'm a big guy for calling. You know, if I, if I want to talk to someone, I want to call you. I don't want to text you. And the hardest thing is you can't get someone's number and find it online. That is the hardest thing to do is find someone's number online called there's uh, the girl from Dragon's Den, Michelle, I think her name is. Yeah. Michelle. Romano. Yeah. yeah. Her. 
I tried to get her on my podcast. The amount of hoops and jumps I had to go through just to try and get her. I was I didn't even get close. The closest I got was talking to the people at Wealth Simple because they, she she's a co-owner of Wealth Simple. So I had to call uh, them. Clear Bank, but yeah. Sorry, Clear Sorry, Clear Bank. That's what I'm thinking of. Not Wealth yeah. Simple. Clear Bank. I called Clear Bank, got in touch with their uh, staff, called them Three weeks straight. I was like, hey, you know, any chance you... Yeah, send us an email. We'll talk to you through email. Okay, send them an email. Big email. Got a call about, hey, sorry, uh, Michelle's really busy. Well, there's no way we're going to get through to her. So thank you for your interest, but thanks again. I'm like, okay, dang. that, that I, And I did that with all my guests. Like, I'm talking about speakers, the speaker of the houses, the speaker of all this. And it's tough because I think it hurts more when you put in that extra step. But I feel like it's making me grow as a person to invite more people. And I'm giving up with bigger and crazier ideas. Like that one idea I had to invite Gary Vee or Jagmeet Singh and like Prime Minister Trudeau, create a TikTok video, okay? Get a TikTok video. And the same thing you said with the iPad, you can get an old iPod for like 40 bucks from, the, from like a Facebook market or something. Record a video. Get people to pass it along until it reaches the parliament building. Like I could mail it to someone. And so they mail it from different people and stamp on a stamp saying that every part of the freaking province and territory, someone touched it before reaching the prime minister of Canada. And that kind of effort I would put into it. If I knew 13 people across Canada, I would do that thing. I just need to know someone in Yukon and Nunavut. If they, if I, if you know anyone, (laughs) I will do it. Like that is the kind of effort I'm willing to put in to get people because to me, no, I love it. I that's not time. I, I love that it. I and, and, and and honestly, man, like um, first of all, I have to I have to defend Michelle because I know Michelle, and she's she's, she's, she's great. She's oh, great. You know and, Michelle? And, yeah, I know. I've, I know. I know Michelle. I feel and, really uh, bad. I, I I'm not. Saying and I'm gonna text her later. I'm gonna text her later to be like. You know, can you go? Can you go on this guy's pod? But no, uh, Michelle. Michelle is great. Actually, she responds to. She's actually really accessible. Yeah. And um, you know, sometimes she is. She's she is busy. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what time you were reaching her. She was in Barbados a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Then. But, but 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 but, dude. I. Okay. First of all, why why are? Can I ask you a real question? Yeah, of course. Why do you want to get Michelle Romanow or? Jagmeet Spasing on the pod. Just, I, I'm just curious. They, those two, those two things are the things that I want to achieve in this lifetime. Entrepreneurial spirit. Michelle Romanoff. What has she done so successfully in her lifetime? Create a business from ground up and to be one of the most notable women in Canada. What? That's super impressive. And she started from a university in Ontario, Queens University, I think it was. No, no, no. I got, I got, I got you, and and, yeah. and they're, they're definitely uh, inspiring people. Um, it's I, not- I guess I was just thinking. I was just guess. I was just thinking about the pod because, you know, if you get Michelle on the pod, yeah, and no disrespect. I mean, no. And by the way, you got me on the pod. Yeah, you 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 are gonna get a a minor bump in your listeners. You're gonna get Michelle on the pod. Yeah. You're gonna get a minor, maybe yeah. even a slightly minor bump. Oh, you're gonna get Jeg meat on the pod. You're gonna get maybe a little bit more yeah. of a bump, but, but people, uh, people are not here. People are not here to fuck with me or with no. Michelle or Jeg meat. They're here to no. fuck with you. And so, so, and I'm here it, to fuck with the people I talk with. That's what no, I'm I get here it. For. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying yeah. that. Like, no, no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. That um, you know, I think sometimes we're chasing people, but mm-hmm. but um. 
what, what, what people are really interested in is you and your takes and like just the takes like that to me, that is why people are tuning in. And, and, um, you know, I would say most people like, anyways, I, I just think, think about who you're chasing and, and just put out really great content right. as opposed to getting like really great people. I mean, I mean, it's for you too. I, I don't want to put, put you on, but I, I'm just, no, no, no. I, I understand that. I think I think when I started this podcast is more based on the fact that I want to talk to great people. You know, you know what? The, what's that quote? You, if you keep if you, the company that you keep around you, if it's great company, you know, you'll become a greater person or, or something like that was the quote. I don't know. I heard it somewhere. I think it was one of those uh, WhatsApp quotes that my uncle sent me You know, in those family group chats. <laughs> Well, anyway, it's not even the fact that, like, I've been watching Michelle on Dragons Den since, I don't know, when I was pretty, like, in the thing like that. But the idea is, like, I'm in university, go, sophomore year of university, right? She started a business from university. She's in her university. That's what her first business, yeah. right? I want to know what it takes, like, what kind of effort. She was studying while doing that. I want to know, like, what it takes to that. I could ask anyone. It doesn't even have to be her. I've talked, I've reached out to so many. You know how many people I've reached out to that aren't even, like. You said a thousand. <laughs> Exactly. I I could show you my DMs. You could go through. You're like, wow, dude, are you crazy? I'll be like, yeah, I am crazy because I'm crazy enough to get anyone on my podcast that's willing to talk to me and tell me. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you another. I'm gonna ask a question. Are you are you messaging people from the stability pod pod? uh, Both. uh, through your personal. My personal and stability. Both of them. Uh, Okay. And it's this has become like a podcast advice show. It uh, has become a podcast. If you're tuuning in, the title of this thing is podcast advice. Uh, advice. No, no, no. Listen, brother. I, I, I love the hustle. I think you're, you're killing it. Keep it up. Forget the DMs and, and yeah. emails. If you want somebody good, put in like incredible effort, right. and you, I, you will be surprised who you get. You know, like. Um, We've been like obviously shooting in this theater and I'm not suggesting that you get a theater or anything <laughs> like that. But when people see the production level, when they, when they, when they feel it, when they see that there's a lot of love and care, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can get anybody on. Like I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing a, I'm interviewing Michelle in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, I'm doing Steve Wozniak um, the week after that, uh, co-founder of Apple. Yeah. And, Steve. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, but just putting in um, effort, Time and effort. You, yeah, it, p- people can see the love, right? It's very easy. They can see it. Takes time. And that's, I think that's another thing that a lot of, you know, time is one thing that a lot of my generation, oh, we're in the same generation, like in the, in my age group, I should say, is a lot thing that I don't think we all really think about. You know, like I was complaining, but I'm about to turn 20. I haven't done anything with my life, right? And I think doing, and I don't think a lot of us realize is like, I think it's more of social media. Again, social media is a good and a bad thing altogether. And I think when you see kids our age achieving, you know, they're hitting milestones and it's like, oh, I haven't hit any milestone yet. And I, I think that gets to people more than it, than it, they let on. Like personally, for me, it gets to me more than I personally let on. Like I, 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 I appreciate never, you saying that. No, of course. Yeah. It gets to me because I look at it and it's like, oh, they can get that person on their podcast. Why can't I? What's stopping me from, you know, trying to get the same person? It's like, I don't have to get the same person, but I'm like, I think I'm competing with people out there. And a lot of podcasts, if I really wanted listens on my podcast, I would be talking about TikTok and YouTube and all these stars. That's who I would be talking about if I really wanted to get that views. And I'd be like... you, 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 you did, you got, you got, uh, you got a bunch of stars. You got, you got, um, Oh, that one Borza guy, the smile guy. Yeah. 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 That was That's lucky. a cool story. 
that was his story is amazing. Like his uh, just his drive. You know how we're going about you know dedication and drive just to be able to like left everything and just continue doing that. That is impressive yeah. to me, and I to me it's scary to me because I'm like I don't know if I would leave everything just to go after this one dream you know i think well, I if all- you have a smile like him i think you no no that so so um so tell me like who are you following on tiktok and youtube and where is your tiktok content everyone's wondering my tiktok content my tiktok content does not exist that's, that's what i mean that's, I, that's what i mean I mean, you're, you're putting so many, you, you you got so many spicy takes out yeah. and, 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 you, and you're following TikTok, but there's no, there's no TikTok content, man. We're, and I think, I think streets I, are wondering. I, I think, I, I think I get into this like idea of like, oh, you know, these people can do it so fast. Why? Like I get there, I'll make a TikTok and be like, this is absolute garbage. This is not good quality. Like, I can, I can do better. I'll, I'll retake another film. I can do better. I need better lighting. I need this. Like, I think you can just attach. And then, you know what Gary Vee says? Put out content. Put it out. If you have a camera, flip your camera backwards, start freaking shooting yourself and put it online because the more content you put out there, the more people will reach. And I think I need to follow those instead of being a hypocrite and saying it, but not doing it. Yeah, and I don't think, I think TikTok is a great platform. Um, I don't think it's a great platform for building um, uh, community, but I think it's a great it's a great platform for, uh, you know, attention and, um, yeah, I guess I, I, I think, um, it's interesting. I think the podcast is way more, it's a stickier relationship, right? Because somebody who has listened, like, you know, they're 47 minutes or 40 minutes into this pod, they're, you know, they're building a relationship with you. They're learning more about you. They're building trust. And I, I would double down on the, on the platforms where you can develop a trust with your end uh, right. audience. And I don't think TikTok is it, but it's, it's more YouTube and, and, um, and audio. I think it's that, that's how, you know, audio is, is, is a gateway drug to your brain. Right. And, and um, yeah, so I, th- those are the things that I fo- focus on, but I think you've, I think you've, you found me through TikTok, right? I found you through TikTok. I saw your, t- one of your TikTok. I, th- I saw your TikToking. So I, I scrolled. That's how I found a lot of my uh, people that I contact, right? It's through TikTok. I'll see them. I'll be like, you know, this man, I fuck with this guy. This guy is good. Like, he, like, I think I was listening to your one. Uh, it was just uh, one with the, you're carrying pizzas. You're carrying pizzas somewhere. Yes, or something. Yes. And I was like, this is so freaking funny. This is Alberta. What? No way. I'm going to hit this guy up. I saw your Instagram. I was like, you know what? There's no harm not sending you an email, uh, sending you a DM. And if it didn't work, I was going to email you. But I was so lucky that you responded pretty fast. I was like, dang, you know what? Yeah. So th- th- that's the power of TikTok. See, like, we put out content. Me grabbing a pizza somewhere, and um, and uh, now I'm on a pod. It's unbelievable. Um, I always tell people this: is that the same thing when it comes to innovation? But con- you know what content gives you? Um, content gives you uh, more chances to get lucky. Mm-hmm. What what do I mean by that? By putting out more content, you have an ability to connect with. Uh, more people to have random occurrences to to uh, connect with people that you haven't connected before uh, to change somebody's life to inspire somebody that you never would have seen before and and that is the power of content and um, the, the the fact of the matter is is that a piece of content on TikTok that I posted you saw it now on this pod um, you and know you probably it, you, the stuff that you said probably will help me 
you know, in my future. Oh, 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 I definitely, definitely, like in, in, in 10 years, when you're running this massive company, I'm going to come back to you and be like, Hassan, you, I, you asked me to come on your pod. I need you to, uh, I need like a couple million bucks uh, to get me out of this debt. You know, I got you. I got you. If I'm rich enough to give there you a you couple go. million dollars, I think we can both agree that this podcast was more helpful to me than any school could be. There you go, man. No, no, I, I think, I think it's beautiful. And, and, um, uh, yeah, so content allows you to get luckier. There you go. I, I agree with that too. I, I think the amount of conversations that I've had in the past three months with people like captain, the captain of the rugby team of Canada. What? In when in the heck did I ever think I'd talk to that guy? He was sitting in France. He was playing. In, so he was sitting in France in a lockdown that's happening all by himself. And he, he, we were having a conversation from across the world and it was just like, well, this is actually so freaking cool. The guy, the guy is so famous. Like he makes millions of dollars. I make 10 bucks an hour. Like this is, this is sick. <laughs> so I was, I was like, this is so freaking cool. And then talking to um, the C- CTO of Teespring, multi-million dollar startup was rated number two in yeah. the U S what's like, it was just, these are the kind of conversations that I'm going to remember like a few years from now when my kids are like, dad, were you kind of cool? I'm like, no, I was pretty dumb, but like I got this podcast that you guys can listen back yeah, to, you know, yeah. that I used to do. In so, my- so, so I'm, I'm curious, what are you passionate about? Like, tell me your intersection of the things that you're like really interested in, uh, sports, comedy, culture, like what, 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 like if I would look at your Google Chrome history yeah. or your Instagram sort of, you know, a f- explore page, yeah. like what would I see? Like you're going to see comedy. You're going to see basketball, passionate about basketball, you know, Lakers and all that, you know, I get pretty angry with them a lot. Uh, yeah. We can, we uh, you can talk about business, entrepreneurship, uh, creativity. Like I love people that can draw and like actually do stuff like that. And those are like the kind of stories I wish people could see. Like th- there's some really freaking talented people out there. Like you go through TikTok and like you're watching these videos and they're like, wow, how? Like these guys are just very talented. Like I feel like, and I enjoy like t- speakers. I love people that talk and like, you know, that people like that can express their voice. Like I'm very passionate about co- speaking. Everything that's related to speaking, I'm very, just very passionate about it, right? Uh, and innovation, speaking and innovation. Those are the two things. Like I'm getting really into environmentalism now. Like I feel yeah, like that's such nice. an important aspect to our life. And it's such an easy gateway into like not accelerating your career in a way that it's beneficial to others. Because that in that area, there's not enough people speaking out about it, not enough people's voices that are being heard. And so that's the kind of space I think I want to try and diversify myself into and create a name through. So that's yeah, really what my that. passions are going through these days. Well, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's great. And I think, um, you know, you, know we, we, you touch on, you know, many things that I'm passionate about, which is, you know, innovation and, um, you know, technology. You know, I love the MBA as well. Yeah. And, and um I think, I think the more that people know what you love and what you like, um, is uh, is great. And if that can come out through your content, whether it's through this pod or through mm-hmm. video, like I think, um, yeah, people. I think we're moving into this era, by the way, where um, we just want to fuck with the person, right? And 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 you know, I, I'm just such a believer in this idea of creators. I believe that we are moving into this uh, new era of creators and I believe that creators will have all the power. They have access to distribution. They have, they have access to trust and um, the, the next 
billion dollar companies will come from uh, organizations that are either building creator tools or uh, uh, leveraging or just creators themselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, you being a creator, which you are, I think it's just, um, I think it's a beautiful thing and uh, showcasing more of your talents and what you're interested in. I, just more people will just connect with you and be, and, you know, showcase your authenticity. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's, it's just, I think it's just tough at a young age to understand all these things. I think I'm not young. I'm not saying I'm young. I'm not saying I'm like 13 or something. But I'm just saying like at, at such a, at such an age, I think it's hard to understand what you really want to do. Like you have all these ideas, you know, and it's like, how do you focus in on them and like try my hand gestures, just, it's just a thing. Uh, how do you like focus in on them and like, you know, get narrow points. So you start doing something like, how do you start? I think the hardest thing for me is like, I have all these ideas, but like, how do I input them into starting something that, you know, you can but build I, I, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're, um, I think you're already complicating it. Yeah. I think you're, you have all these ideas. I would just put them out. Right. right. Like, I, I would just start and, and don't, it, it can be stupid. It can be wild. It could be totally off base, yeah. but you have no idea what's going to work. Um, and I think that's the beauty of starting anything is that you have no idea if it's going to work, but just start and try. And, and I think if you're, if you're um, like, for example, we're, we're starting this show, it's called the algorithm. And it is like, basically we're looking at people's, um, what we are doing is we're looking at people's sort of TikTok algorithm or uh, Instagram explore pages just to see what they, what they like. Yeah. So we shot a couple episodes and you know, I'm, I, you know, I put, I put some snippets on like social it's completely off brand. Like it completely does not make sense based on what I am or what I'm yeah. talking about. But for me, it's like exploring, man. It's, it's being, it's, um, it's just exploring my creativity. And I think people just appreciate that I'm trying shit and, um, and no one is going to judge you for like starting like a lip balm company oh. and, and they might fail. Like yeah. it, it just doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, it's just trying things out and, and just putting yourself out there. Right. I, I think, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of people safe, you know, safety again, back to that safety talk. It's like, Oh, yeah. it's you. And I don't think people care. Like you said earlier, I, I think I like that the best. Like no one is sitting at home thinking about you. No one cares about you. Like no one gives a rat's ass about who you are, where you are, what are you doing? I think if you died, people would be like, Oh shit, he died. Like I'm thinking about him for like two seconds. But I think after that people are just like, Oh, who? Hassan? Well, you know, you know, you know what the crazy thing about death is that, um, you know, it's funny, like my dad passed away about 12 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, and, um, 2008, it was a, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a moment that changed my life. And, um, the reason why I changed my life is because at that moment I sort of realized how important life was. And I was kind of, um, you know, I wasn't as ambitious as you were at your age, but my dad died when, you know, I was young Yeah, and, um, I was kind of floating. I was kind of like, you know, I was playing ball hockey. I was hanging with the guys. I was like doing whatever. And then when he died, I had to take over his firm. I had to, I had to take care of my family. I, I think about the financials in the, in the family. So I literally grew up, but, um, you know, it's funny. Like when my, my dad had a, had amazing connections, he was a magnetic guy. Like, you know, it was, you know, outpouring for yeah. weeks and weeks and, and it was sudden. So, it, you know, you know, that, that, um, you know, a lot of people were shocked, but you know, when, the, when three weeks hits after he dies, 
there's a, there's a level of uh just just silence in the house right and you kind of realize that everyone just moves on and everyone just goes off and does something else uh, yeah. with their lives because life moves on. And at that moment, I realized that not only do people not care about you, but even after death, um, people move on. And so it's, it's, it's inspiring to say like, um, how can I continuously uh, just live every single day to the fullest because, and not worry about what people have to say. And, and to be honest with you, I think that's why I've been able to do so much shit is because I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I think, so, yeah, I think I'm sorry to hear about your dad. It's tough. Um, and I think a lot of this conversation, especially about death, like, yeah, death, death frees you from the burdens of life, you know, like, and I think it's tough to realize that, you know, life is stressful. Life is hard. You, everyone, everyone can see it. And I think just not, you're right. Living the day to your fullest and you don't know when you're going to die, right? If you knew when you're going to die, I'm sure people would cram everything into a week before you die because that's what I do for my exams and like live there, there for like a week. Right. But I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's something I think I need to start. No, no, no. I will say this again. If you've made it this far, give this guy, this guy is putting in so much effort. I want you to rate and review and to this pod wherever you are stitcher uh, spotify i listen to it on spotify you might listen to an apple podcast and you you can't rate on spotify but give this man some love he's putting in a lot of effort and man i i just um i just have another call that i'm running up against no yeah i'm but, sorry uh, but i but i really really appreciate no and i'm doing your own outro <laughs> yeah thank you i appreciate that no i i love it uh thank you so much uh sean it was uh it was amazing and i hope to keep in connect connection with you and yeah, man. I, you know, I, absolutely. We're going to stay connected. I'm going to be yeah. here for the, the, uh, hundredth uh, episode. Okay. We are going to uh, pop a bottle uh, together <laughs> on the hundredth episode and yes, I will be are. back on the stability pod. And man, I, I just thank you so much. I, I love yeah. what you're doing. You are uh, talented as fuck and I'm just, uh, I'm excited to see your journey, man. No, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, have a good night. Um, and Instagram at stability podcast or our Twitter at stability underscore pod.